Now then, did I brag on the dating my mate's Instagram last week about the fact that I had hacked the sound quality? Yes. Is the sound quality on this episode one of the worst that's ever happened? Yes. Apologies. The connection was poor. The connection between me and the guest? Mm, J'adore. Incred. Soz. But you kind of get in the groove of how terrible it is. Uh, so just enjoy that. Also, if you want to listen to this week's guest and all previous week's guests answer a completely different set of questions as well, and you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. Please support so I can pay a sound engineer. Mwah. Love, laugh, love you. You get extremely dry skin on your baby toe. It's where it's rubbed on your shoes, I think. On the it's outside. Chop carrots. Oh my God. I could have done with you at the Sunday dinner yesterday. Oh, but oh imagine you just at the yeah. Sunday dinner, just there in the corner chopping with your little toe. Hi, welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I've got Em. Hi, Em. Hi. How are you? I'm really good today. Are you? Yeah, really good. Feeling. Yeah, I'm hungover as well, and I feel great. Oh. The trick is to just get up and out, isn't it? It is. And I did exactly that because I lost my charger and went and bought on this morning. Oh bless you, thank you, thank you. What was your what was your poison last night? What was my poison? What were you on? What were you bevin? Yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah. Um no, 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 it's because you froze. I'm poisoning it. You went poison. Oh no. <laughs> um yeah, fucking hell, there we go again. Um <laughs> it was this like cucumber martini swigging them back like it was aqua. Oh, baby, cucumber martini. My liver's in tatters. Oh, cut to shreds. You hung over and you had to run out and get a charger and it's early in the morning. But what has been your highlight and your low light of your day thus far? Okay. Okay. My highlight truly is seeing you and chatting to you. Likewise. And my low light is... um, uh, oh god I've not had one yet which well I obviously have had one but that's really good because usually I can go I've had the worst <laughs> uh, um, okay my memory has been there was no um, crispy um, croissant so it was only really like no thick dense undercooked ones disgusting so, where was that Tesco. call them out Tesco Tesco and usually they're mint at crispy. Normally have excellent pastries. Oh my god, they're the best. If you want a crispy overcooked, yeah, pop yourself to Tesco every time. Maybe they were also the person making them was also on the cucumber martinis. Hundred percent, they're rat ass, aren't they? Absolutely, they are. Um, so, Em, I would like to know. I mean, I, I kind of have an idea, but for all the dear listeners out there, uh, what do you look for in someone? Okay, I look for. Um, silliness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, just to give people background, this is going to be really hard because we've already recorded a bit of this, and then had to suck it off because I was I had a celiac attack. Celiac attack. Yeah, I'm celiac attack. 
so we're going to feel like we're repeating things and it's going to be yeah. boring for people, but they've not heard it yet. So I'll no, just go, wow, this is so fresh and new and exciting and new information exactly. for me. So I'll react accordingly. Great. Silliness, authenticity, whatever that looks like. If that means that you truly show up and you have not a lot to say, but you're just extremely observant and you absorb everything. Well, not everything, hopefully not everything. That's codependent. But, <laughs> you know, you're just very present and stuff. That, that's gorgeous to me. It's just like just truthfulness is it just is so nourishing for me yeah um, so authenticity like honesty but honesty about who you are so like maybe not someone that's very pretentious or like trying to be <laughs> something that they're not or like yeah, i'm just i'm just pulling this out of my ass here exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. but no silliness is i think a lack of ego and inauthenticity Yes, that's why we love silliness, because I truly don't mind um, people thinking that I'm unusual or weird. Yeah. And um, they've just really stepped into it. And that to me is is gorgeous. Yeah. And safe. And it feels also obviously like I can mirror that. And And it's fun. It's fun. Oh, my God. I, because I'm anxious, mm. I have an anxiety disorder. Mm. It means that I every interaction when I'm in an episode can feel extremely heavy. Yeah, I feel like I don't have a lot to bring, and then I might, you know, or, or, or the mm. thing that I have to bring is I just kind of want to share it with my friend, and then I think that they might feel like they need to reflect that. Yeah, to, yeah, to make me feel better. Not to make me feel not people pleasing, but you know. When you are feeling shit, yeah. let's be honest, let's... Oh, let's, please, let's, God. You know, it's horrendous being around people that feel uh, that seem really happy. Like, it's a fucking trigger. And, you know, that doesn't make me not empathetic because I know logically, oh, my God, thank God everyone is happy around me. But also because I'm in absolute smithereens on the floor, uh, I'm going to just pop myself off. But it's like, is it people genuinely being in a happy place or toxic positivity? Because that's the worst. Is like, if you just need to vent and be like, this is where I'm at. And then someone just starts saying things about fucking law of attraction and you like change your perspective. And it's just like, no, I just want to say that I'm an anxious bean. And now I feel like I'm having to mirror what you're doing. And there's gaps in the conversation and you're staring at me. Like, I'm a little creature that's just risen up from Mars. Like, no. And it's like, oh, my God, I already felt extremely lonely. I already yeah. felt extremely isolated. And now I feel, fucking hell. Yeah. But we know that, it, and that is why, and this, this, you know, it all links into this podcast. Mm. But, like, friends, mm. oh, my God, I am so selective yeah. and now I'm like on reflection I'm like, yeah. oh my god I, I, I think I, I have a lot of gorgeous acquaintances yeah and I can make connection easily because yeah. I can be open and I'm honest yeah and that does form that that really helps form connection but like friends that I can fester with yeah. show whatever mood yes oh my god they're so hard because they take time right and I don't have a lot of time yeah that is why I think I could have a lot more I'm absolutely knackered so actually making the effort to go do you know what there was really something special within that 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 thing that I just had with that person 
I'm going to really push it or I'm going to I'm going to reach yeah. out and ask them for coffee. I'm, gonna, da, da, da. Yeah. I'm a lazy bitch. I don't do it. Do you? Um, so it's like, I make effort with my friends, but I think now, yeah, I just don't have patience for pretending or forcing or like, for me, I have a real issue. And this is something that I've been working on for a while with. If I can't present as I think people want me to, which is like 10 out of 10 cat, like, pow, here she is, then I think, then I go to zero. And that I can't go, I can't go, I can't be myself, I can't just turn up as I am. So the few mm. pals that I have where I can fester like Uncle Fester with them, I could literally turn up with a bald head because I've had a Britney moment and just lie in bed with them. And they wouldn't say anything. They would just put <laughs> Sex in the City on. That. Hi, I'm a cup of tea. Oh, your hair looks decent. Well, your non hair looks decent. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, love. Right. But having said that, Yes, there's some of those that have taken time to build up. But you and I, I know I could do that with you now. And we've met once in person. So I don't even think it's about just time. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. No. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Because, okay. But how rare? Oh, well, like, I mean, that's why we're so appreciative. Exactly. <laughs> how rare is it? Because, yeah. That has happened to me a few times in my life, and you are one of them. So, mm. yeah. But generally speaking, but that's because, mm. let's be honest, dysfunction attracts dysfunction. Oh, mwah. Yeah, mwah. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and, I mean, our lives, things that have happened, etc., yeah. etc., et our understanding of very specific things we know an intense amount about but it is that thing about when you meet someone and they have even like a similar openness or sense of humor like someone could have said so just give me a quick rundown after like probably the second time we interacted just give me yeah. a quick rundown of what you think m's trauma is and i'd have been like this 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 i'd have been 90 percent on the board and so would you with me because it just creates a type of person doesn't it but it's not like we don't just girly whirlies oh poorly brained girly whirlies but we have so much my face us but yeah i think so on that note i think it is that what you look for in someone as a potential mate Mm. is similar as a pal Mm. as i said that i realized that the word mate means both things in the english language which is very confusing but also you want to shag someone yeah that's the main difference you don't want to shag your pals i mean you might yeah you might i actually no no i don't i can't do that no i'm a very traditional girly (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, yeah mine's not traditional mine's just simply like what you're my sibling yeah yeah like you you're my soul sibling yeah the thought of shagging you is what yeah exactly but I think for me like I run in circles and I think you do too where people are very open and progressive and I know I've spoken to other friends about this where they felt the pressure that they have to be ethically non-monogamous or like shagging and feeling great about themselves with a different person every night of the week but when you've got brains like ours that isn't something that works well for us it just isn't and if you try and force it then that's inauthentic like you were saying sticky brain it's the it's the people that have had a textured life oh i love that so unfortunate Mm. and now they're actively wanting shifts and to to understand it but they're not that you know 
they're really trying to improve and be a better person rather than sitting in the in the shit yeah yeah they're they're they're, they're, they're the peeps for me romantically and platonic same and it's like we spoke about before like the emotional labor doesn't come from telling someone what they need to do or the awareness they have it's the waiting around for them to fucking put that into practice and i don't have time for people that just look everyone needs and deserves time to wallow in the mire of their trauma and not quite understand it but once you start understanding you need to be active about changing it because otherwise it's just people enabling each other and it's just gross Couldn't agree more yeah what about physically what do you what makes you creamy nicks because uh, um what makes me cream my knickers is mm. uh, okay physically i mean i re- i really really do not have a type no um because also i date men and women yeah and um i guess women i love i do i mean i do love androgyny i do yeah. love mm. that vibe suited and booted yeah you're gonna break my heart yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> boys i do do like him tall tall <laughs> and cozy oh i like a bit of a dad bod Little bit of a dad bod, yeah. Uh, Little bit of a straight bear, yes. Because that to me also represents that you're not really obsessed with going to the gym, and that makes me mm. not doesn't even make me feel better about myself. But it's also like, it's no, actually, do you know what? I have actually shit. But okay, I kind of go back on that because mm. it's gym doesn't equal ego and it doesn't equal low self-esteem and wanting to be desirable but because I've been conditioned to think that about my body yeah, yeah, that yeah. The, oh, because I had such a bad relationship with my body and working out mm-hmm. that until this year I would work out yeah. and eat better because I wanted to be slimmer because I wanted to be more yeah. attracted to men yeah, yeah, yeah. so like whereas I've really rewired and unlearned some shit it's still there a little dark yeah. cloud but now I'm like, oh my god, the cortisone mm. in my body needs to be balanced Released. and exercised. You need yeah. to exorcise it and, with the exercise. Exactly. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And I was talking. There's an episode I did with Amelia because she is a gym bunny, and yeah. I was saying that I have this awful thing inside me which is a prejudice against people that take mirror selfies and go to the gym regularly. Mm -hmm. And actually what they're doing often is showing their progress and that they can keep up a routine and it's good for them. And the the side, but but I just associated it with thickos who had nothing more to offer the world than go to the gym. And I'm the same as you. Oh my God, totally. Because I only, like the stuff that I've had to unpack and learn about exercise, because we are told people that socialise as female go and get as slim and as tiny as possible and do not take up any space. And actually, I now, only now have I realised how much I need to release through exercise. And I see it, it's completely reframed it for me, but I had to do a fucking online course to like, undo all of that stuff in me and I think also when you get to that place now I'm like oh you go to the gym or you work out good for you whereas before I'd have been like oh I'm gonna feel shit about myself and it's just easier to say well you're just obviously too thick (laughs) yeah oh my exactly oh my god and I've also yeah 
I've grown up as well with a mum mm. who has always been extremely sporty right. and works out a lot. Mm. And I guess as well, your biggest role model, seeing her do that, it, I think you either hop on the bus or yeah. you go, I am never fucking doing that. 100%. No, no, no. And yeah. me and my sister, exactly the same with it. PA, yeah. as soon as I had spinal fusion at 13 for my scoliosis, which definitely contributes to my fear of exercise, but yeah. what I was like, kitching. I don't have to do PA. I didn't yeah. do, you can, you, after two months, you can go back to normal fucking thing. You just can't bungee jump. I'm not fucking sure. bungee jumping at school, was I? Yeah. Um, and I was like to my PE teacher every week, I, every week I'd go, I can't move back so, so. And she rang mum like, Emily's back. Are we, is it okay? Because obviously it's extremely <laughs> serious. So she's got to take me at face value. She can't go, yeah, you're lying, son. And mum was like, and I remember oh, being in the car with mum once when she rang and I nearly got mum in a fucking headlock. <gasps> I thought if she dobbed me in and says that my, my back's all right and that I'm capable of exercise, I will honestly throttle mum. So I was going like that. I was going, yeah, frantic, <laughs> frantic. And mum's going, yeah, it's been a bit sore. So she's oh, just oh. going to do her arm. Yeah, and Mrs. Steele was like, do you know what, Ali? That's absolutely fine. I oh. never did pee again. Incredible. I I Bravo. <laughs> Me and my art teacher just got dead good pals. Then he bought a car off my, my dad. He was obsessed. I worked hard enough and he'd helped me get an ASR. Yeah. Um, my dad had give him a discounted car because my dad's a fucking car dealer and we did it. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Exercise, trigger, trigger, tee, tee, hee, hee. Oh but not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm proud of us and I'm happy because I just, fuck me, that I have so many meltdowns and I've just realised that like, but what I'm learning now is when I need to go and run that off, or some, but sometimes that hypes me up more. So sometimes I just need to sit with headphones on, cross-legged, and listen to music for ten minutes, and then I'm all right again. So we'll be in the gym in no time, taking selfies for Instagram together. <sighs> Your biggest turn-off in a potential mate? It's the it's the sliminess, isn't it? It's the I'm it's doing facial expressions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see, but it's the hey. Um, I fuck you're pretty fuck you know all that yeah. shit. I'm like <clears throat> um, even though it happened recently and I was like oh I love this you so saw actually- hook line and fucking sinker and you were yeah. so proud to tell me about it and then yeah. I was just ripping the piss and then to back up your own like support your own theory that he's not really like that you sent me a video of him and it just did not help you in the slightest because it was literally a checklist of is he a soft boy yes 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 how funny that I actually was like you're gonna love this I actually thought I was so I was so obsessed and had these fucking blinkers on I was like, no, no, all of my mates are going to go, oh, my God, j'adore, j'adore, And every single one of you went, eh? But do you know what it is? Is it's because, and the the FaceTime opened with you telling me how fucking on edge and anxious you are, and we associate that with excitement and with romance. So you were just like, oh, this, this is great. Like, I'm feeling on edge and unable to sleep and think about anything else. And it's like, no, baby, that's just your... uh, that's your hardcore attachment being fired off. Yeah, I know. It's just, I find it just quite fascinating. They're very, they're, they're shorter episodes, but h- how I can 
my logic when I'm mm. not dating somebody or mm. even with any, you know, reaction that I have where my nervous system is in bits. Yeah. But how, when I'm not in it, you are so logical and you can go, oh my God. Yeah. And you can see it. And if someone, if someone displayed that situation to yeah. you, you go, obviously it's so different when you're experiencing it as well. Yeah, yeah. You can go, okay, well, obviously it's not working out. You shouldn't be feeling this way. Yeah. You need to probably end it. When you are in it, when it happens, poorly, oh. poorly. Poorly, poorly. But this oh. is why I need to surround myself with people who go, no, no, absolutely not. I've just been sick in my mouth because I need it. I need it. I'm too... I'm too fucking instinctive and I run on emotion and like that's where I run to. So I need someone to be like, Cat, uh, let's just look at the facts of the situation here. I'm so glad you got out when you did. <laughs> Can I quickly just check something? Yeah. Yeah. Real. Um, okay, yeah. Um, what are you checking? I was checking something about Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm literally the most Sagittarius Sagittarius of all yeah, time. Yeah. What just, was it? Tell me. Well, I just wanted to know like their um their main thing. Flighty. Hilarious. Fair minded. Because we were talking about Sagis yesterday. And oh like, really? Yeah, and like brutally honest as well. Like can't keep it in my mouth. It's not good. Like, yeah, I have to reel back like oh, but I'll say it and then I'll be like, Oh shit, that was offensive. I should I don't mean offensive in like yeah an awful way but just you know something maybe abrasive abrasive you haven't you haven't thanks um, yeah 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 yeah. because you probably you've got your points but maybe the delivery when you it's the reactiveness isn't it oh 100 percent. and then you couple that with what i think is neurodivergence which i'll find out officially at some point and it's just like I don't stand a chance, to be honest. Oh, I know. And nor do the people around me. Thanks for being friends with me, everyone. Honestly, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Come on. All right. We never, we didn't really stand a chance. You know, from the moment we entered the fucking, well, no, inherited trauma as well. Before I was even fucking conceived, I was in tatters. Oh, my God. 100%. Yeah, but, um, right, so, you know, so I found out, uh, yeah, a week before last, that my biological dad has been living rough on the streets of Manchester. He was hospitalised, psychosis, da-da-da-da. My mental health worker came around last week, and it wasn't until two days later that I realised I spent the hour talking about being celiac. I didn't even fucking mention compartmentalising to a fault. How wild is that? I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Did not even mention it. It was just blithering on about shitting. Yeah. But Kat, how is that situation? Um, I think, so he's still in hospital, I think. They won't let him out until he is, has a place to stay. But he was just trying to get, like, a family member to, like, let him out so he could get a bev, basically. But he's a poorly, poorly boy. I that felt weird saying that my dad was a poorly poorly boy. I have to say, <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable. When it didn't feel like didn't feel good. Didn't, but uh, yeah, I haven't had in, any interaction with him since I was six months old, and I've tried, but he doesn't want to fucking know. So my thing was, I didn't want to call the hospital and then him yeah. deny that I was like next of kin. Lovely, 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 lovely. Fucking hell, it's all very. I know it's a lot. 
It is a lot. It is a lot. And it will come out. Well, the other day I had it. So at the weekend, my boyfriend was having a shower and I was in my room. And I, so I was upstairs and I was having a dance. And when I have, when I dance by myself, I have my music, I hold my speaker next to my ear and I close my eyes and I'm on a minute, a minute. And I'm like so connected to like my body and my spirit. And it's just, uh, and often I'll just like burst into tears. So I call it having a cry dance. And sometimes it's like euphoric. It's like, I feel really sad. But this time I was like, my little inner child just like knocked on the door and went, help me. And then I just got so overwhelmingly sad about like everything that's going on. And it was my other dad's birthday. So like my dad that adopted me the next day. And it was just all a little bit much. And I had a cry. Uh, and then my boyfriend was like are you okay and I was like yes I'm just feeling a lot and then we walked out the house and then I was just crying and I said I just need to just need to cry and I just need to have a quick talk about it and then I'll be fine and it's just allowing yourself those moments to just do that and feel very like secure and held by someone who just gives you space to do that how beautiful that I know yeah yeah that person that's oh he's babe and here's you and yeah. just goes, yeah, I've got you. Yeah, Looking yeah, totally. Smart. Totally. No, it's good. Ugly, ugly cry, and I'm still gonna want a necky face in two minutes. Oh, absolutely. That's my dream. Um, what would you say? So your mm. ideal is someone who is authentic and not sweaty. What would your ideal dating scenario be? So if someone invited you on a date. Okay what would that look like that you were like, yes, this is the best date anyone's ever presented me with? Okay. Is this a first date? Have I never met this person before? So, uh, I would, up to you. Either just to dating, just because it doesn't have to be like climbing Mount Everest, God, because you think of anything worse, but it could literally just be going, like I, my ideal first date is just meeting someone in the pub. Oh, I was going to say, fucking hell, can it be as stripped back as that? Yeah, baby. It is, it is. It's meeting someone in the pub, having a drink, getting a packet of crisp, and just chatting. What flavour? She does. I love chocolate. Are they your favourite? Oh, my God. Licking every finger with them. Cheese and onion. Cheese and onion. And then both having cheesy onion breath and then having a snog. Snogs. I do snog on the first date quite a lot. Do you? Good for you. Get it. Nah. I love I, a snog. It's a good gauge. Oh my God, I fucking love snogging. Love, I love snog. snogging. Like sloppy. Oh my God. Cheesy, oniony. When those mouths align. Exactly. Mm. Snogging. There's no, I honestly think nothing but I love snogging with eyes open. I fucking love it. It's my favourite thing. If you had to say, right, you're only allowed one thing off the menu for the rest of your life. Oh, well. Mm. Back in with eyes open. Fucking love it. Yeah, because that's, I I like that as well. There's been a few people that are like, oh, you had your eyes open. And I was like, is that okay? And like, can you look into my soul, please? Yeah. Can you just like look into me like no one's ever looked time, at you? The mm. closing eyes thing is, is... We're shutting off all your other senses so you're in it. So I think I'm not doing it all day, every day. But incredible. when there's those moments, I'm like, love it. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, it's so, so Sorry, I really just went back to my last snogging session. It was gorgeous. It was. Oh, was it? Well, that, it well was that's gorgeous. why. That's why. Because 
the snogging was gorge. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, okay, so, so but then, but then I like I like to do quite earthy things. I like to go on a walk, or maybe even like if one of us has a car, I do have a car. I, like drive outside London and go somewhere cosy, like walk around a little fucking village that isn't yeah. polluted. Would that be like later on in the day, day or the second day? No, even. that wouldn't be second. That would be like. Four dates in, but mm. I also have a tendency of getting really cu- because, like pooing and farting and stuff, mm. isn't a big deal for me, right? And talking about when I need a poo, mm. and that can mean that you get really close. That can be a part of getting yeah. really close, to yeah, quite yeah, quick. yeah. And I think in my next, um. I mean, relationship. Uh, uh, I'm not going to do that. Why? I'm not not poo, not specifically poo for God's mm. sake. But I just mean like because because I think what it also is mm. with that type of stuff is look, I'll just I'll be dead open. Mm. I'll be dead honest mm. and then we'll just be dead vulnerable with each other really quickly and uh, and what that actually can do is it takes the excitement away yeah you know and you already five dates in know mm. every single thing yeah. you know the trauma there's no reveal happen, the trauma yeah zero are you I testing them as well I'm going to poo my pants are you testing them with I'm the poo probably I think yeah. subconsciously I'm also going how they react to this and if they're repulsed yeah then I won't see them again but yeah. all that stuff as well is that isn't fair because mm. that's also just boundaries some people might not want to know that you need a poo and that's absolutely well, this is fine it. so I'm still not at the stage with my boyfriend and we're a year in where I don't want him to hear my celiac poo or any poo for that matter whatever flavour of poo I don't want you to hear that because yeah. I still want you to look at my ass and think, for not my God, the noise that came out of that. Do you know what I mean? And there was one point that, that, that oh. I did, though, when we went on holiday a couple of months ago, and it did get to the point where I just turned to him and I just went, I need a poo. And he was so shocked because I normally talk about this stuff all day, every day with my friends. But I remember being in a relationship mm. with someone years and years ago. I didn't fight in front of him for three years. And it's like, for me, poor little Tommy. Well, it was just, you know, lots of running off into different rooms, wasn't it? But this is the thing, like, I I don't know. It's just this weird thing that I'm I'm keeping back. But then you also know it's like Charlotte and Harry on Sex and the City when they have that moment and they eat too much cheese and they're shitting all night. Like, oh, it's a bond. It's gorgeous. That's like, for me both having diarrhea together is a moment to be celebrated and it's a few years in, you know? And that's when you go, I want to marry you. Then both glasses. Mm, yeah. I, yeah. Or like them looking after you and you're sweaty and you're shitting and they just go, yeah, you're the girl for me. But I feel like you really have to build on that. It has to be but a few years behind you. Love. I think that's love. <laughs> it's it's feeling that's, safe enough to shit. Yeah. That's love. It's love because then you, you, you know... Because you do, you, when you're looking at that person shitting and vomiting and doing mm. it at the same time, and you're still like, oh, baby. Yeah. I mean, that's L-O-V-E. Hello. And it's also empathy and compassion, I guess, because you're not going to just go, oh, fuck this, you weirdo. That's dead gross. Yeah, exactly. Because um, if you did, yeah. But, but 
you know, if you if you really just still fancy the pants of them, I mean, that's so fun. That's so oh, it's gorgeous. cool. Yeah, but he could literally like poo on my knee by accident, and I'd be like, "Okay, cool, clean it up, and then let's snug with our eyes open." Oh my god, cat! That's very exciting. It is quite exciting. Um, what about your worst first date? So, if I were to invite you on a date, and you're like, "Babes, no, no." no. I don't want. I don't want to be wined and dined. <gasps> no. no, no, no. Are you agreeing? Oh my god, one hundred percent agreeing with you. I don't want to be. Hey, right. I'm going to take you to the most gorgeous restaurant. Uh, no, I'm going to. I'm like, why? That that feels egoey. That feels like, come on. It also feels like distraction tactics. Like, yeah. look at all the shiny things rather than me. Like, the reason I like a pub is like eye contact. I'm talking to you. There's nothing else. It's stripped back. And with all the fit. And also, like, I don't want to stand on ceremony when I'm eating. Like, I like eating fucking roast chicken with my hands for crying out loud. Like, I don't want to. I think what we're both. I think I think what we both want is coziness. Mm-hmm. Don't we? We want a cozy environment. Yeah. Where it's not superficial. Yeah. There's no. This is the nicest efficient day. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, might even order some chips at the pub, share some chips. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Like, I just want that. So, my, yeah, my worst date would be that. Um, yeah. Or I've had in the past people like, let's go away. You know, on like the second date, let's go away. And it's like, oh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, but I absolutely used to fucking love that shit i'd be like let's like essentially let's metaphorically just poo in each other's presence straight away here's my trauma do you still want to have sex with me whisk me away somewhere and by whisk me away i mean i've matched with someone in manchester and i've gone all the way over to their house but they've asked me to like that was my idea of being whisked away yes i'm paying for my own ticket most of the time so yeah i don't i i i now see that as a red flag in myself not only them yeah I'm like, I think I, yeah. yeah yeah too intense too intense it is it's like let's preserve some stuff let's eke like, it out yeah let's really just do a couple of hours here and there but yeah. a good few weeks yeah you know, because it's just like, and I, I think that I, I really need to apply that to my dating life because, mm. because I find surface conversation extremely difficult, and it's something that I'm. I can't do small talk, do, but it's actually something I'm trying to do more of. Oh God, I find <laughs> it I'm trying, so I'm boring. finding a way that works for me. It's still yeah. a way that I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, and I feel um, nourished. Are you not just sat there, there going? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not that type. It's not, it's not small talk. It's just not talking about fucking inner, inner child and trauma. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like surface conversation where we're talking about maybe like favourite experiences or like past dating, it's fun and like, you know. Okay. Like hobbies and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still like, or like astrology because astrology very much feels like a way of connecting with someone without it being about actual personal experiences that we've had that have been difficult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, would you be able to date someone that was like, that's all piffle? I don't think that star signs are a thing. Mm, no. Oh. I, I could date someone who could go, I don't actually know much about it. And then we'd read their birth chart. 
Right. <laughs> and they're a bit, you know, I just want someone to go, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's so accurate. That, someone that would download yeah. the pattern on the first date because you've asked them to, and then you can turn it. I think that's cute. Yeah, my boyfriend thinks yeah. that's absolute nonsense. And I, he, he's right, but I don't want to, I don't want to, no. I'll just talk about it with everyone except for you. Why, why not believe? Science probs. Boring! <laughs> what is the worst date you've ever been on? Someone fell asleep. Oh, sorry, what? I couldn't wake them up. No. A boy fell asleep. Right, I was about oh. 19. Okay, yeah. And this dead fit boy mm. from my area mm. messaged me on Facebook. He added me on Facebook and he messaged me going, you're something like, all right, Woody. You know, I was already like, hey, I love you. Oh, um, this is the one that, yeah, you already liked for a long, long time. No, I've had many boys. Oh, different one. God, your Facebook messenger's popping take, off. Take, take the many, take the many boys out. Um, <laughs> but no, this is this is another man being like, I, you know, uh, yeah. and um, it must be a stockport thing that maybe yeah. Um, and I can't even fucking remember how it went, but it, he ended up picking me up from my house, and I got in his car and we just went back to his. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't yeah. stop off at McDonald's on there was the way. No communication. He was just like, "I'll just pick you up and we'll do something." And then he's like, "Yeah, I'll just go back tomorrow." By yeah. something he meant you. Yeah, it was like knackered. I was like, "Okay." And obviously, I didn't know what the foot boundaries were. I didn't know how to communicate. I felt very, I felt extremely unsafe and <laughs> dissatisfied. But I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> Other people fancy you, and it's dead cool that you're wanting to hang out with me. Then. Yeah, yeah. Just come to your house and you drive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we get to his, and I can't remember if he even tried it on with me. He must. I mean, yeah, I, I mean surely he must have. Yeah. Um, but, like, he, yeah, I mean, he was tired. He must have been like, <laughs> tired because he fell asleep immediately. But my, I didn't have a phone. Oh. I didn't have a phone. There was lo- lots of times when I was younger where I'd break my phone and I wouldn't have a phone for, like, three yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. And I'd use my iPad Mm. I'd take my iPad around with me, but I also <laughs> would you would you take pictures on your iPads? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did the wifi, didn't I? So I had to go. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do, so I lay for like an hour, and I didn't try to fall asleep. I, thought, I may as well get a nap in it, like you know. And then I thought, for, I'm going to have to, and I couldn't wake him up. And I was like, "Hello, sir." Obviously, I was saying his name, but I was like, oh, <laughs> "Not moving." So I had to go in to find one of his family members. No. Yeah. Oh, no, hilarious story. I, I ended up shagging his brother a few years later, but... Oh, my God, I thought you were going to say, on that day, you went off in the house to find another family member and ended up shagging his brother because he was asleep and you couldn't wake him up. That would have been great. That would have been gorgeous. Uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, hi, sorry, um, do you have the Wi-Fi? She was like, hey. And I was like, by the way, I'm Emily. Sorry, your son's just fallen asleep and uh, I can't... Hang on, did what? you have your iPad with you? I had, I brought my iPad. Oh! I had to face... Did it have its own audio. special bag? No. No. I'm, oh my God, no. I'm the least <laughs> that person. I don't have anything, nothing is organised. No, no. I just shoved in my fucking bag like with fucking mascara and crumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and FaceTime audio, my dad who lived as a, a Disley... And then High Lane, which yeah. is in Stockport, little villages. I'm like, hi, Dad. I'm at this address. Could you come and pick me up? He was like, yeah, of course. Why are you there? I was like, yeah, just come and pick me up, sweetheart. <laughs> um, the address. 
I told him, it was fucking hilarious. He was like, you fucking rot, fell asleep. I'm going to go in and knock on his door. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. It's fine. He dropped me off back at my mum's. Mum was like, how was it, babe? I was like, yeah. Fucking hell. Was there any interaction after that with him? No. Oh, just nothing. And then a year later. Oh, God. I mean, he must have been embarrassed. Maybe he wasn't. These boys, I don't think they, did they get embarrassed? I Those types of boys. I don't mean. Yeah, no, I know exactly what. The yeah, I think they're so egotistical. That they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, how do you, how do you think I got home? Um, right. And I mean, the mum must have said her father came to pick her up, but um, <laughs> it's so school disco vibes. Oh my god, it really is. And then he messaged me again, the same thing. All right, Woody. A year Shut later. Shut up. Did it work? Yeah. He said, no, it didn't fucking work. Uh-huh. At that point, I started therapy. Okay, well, there we At go. At that point, I'd, because I grew up with a dad in recovery from mm. thir- when, I, from when I was 13, mm. and it meant that I was introduced to self-esteem and codependency at a really young age like yeah. even knowing what those things as concepts were, yeah. yeah yeah is unusual at that age and but it meant I was very disconnected to it all so I had all the jargon I had all that oh I think yeah. what you have there is low self-esteem was your yeah, mum not around a lot yeah, when you were younger yeah yeah, yeah. So I was able to talk about this to like my mum's fucking mates yeah who come around for dinner and they'd be talking and I go hey it sounds like you're finding it just hard at the moment because Honestly. Your husband's away a lot. You don't feel love. Yeah, you know, yeah, all this yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. But when it came to actual self-awareness, when it came yeah. to self-awareness, yeah. I fucking was so disgusted to myself because I just had all this, it was like textbook learning. Textbook. It's parroting <laughs> everything that you've heard. But also, exactly. like, I think there is a level of empathy there because, you know, I had it where I, this says a lot about how I was raised, Basically, I used to go to this camp and just uh, we'd like camp there for like six weeks and it was just full of naked hippies. And I I was told that I had a gift for tarot reading. And it was just because I learned the basics of what the cards were. And then adults were coming to me for fucking tarot readings. And it's exactly the same thing. Like you kind of learn the basics How and you know what you? to say. Honestly, about like eight or nine. No, but no, it's, it's 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 learning. It's like learning what people respond to and how they respond to it. So, were you then just applying yeah, that it, to boys that fell asleep? Well, what happened then is that then it, it was later on in life that I was like, oh, oh, I should actually apply this stuff that I've learned and to myself. To myself, right, so I wouldn't have got. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone out with a boy for three years who was simply, you know, horrendous. Okay. Um, no, he wasn't horrendous. He was just... Wasn't for you. Wasn't for horrendous. you. It was beautiful. But I didn't know. There were so many... At that point, I still could have apply lots of things and talk to my friends about their, their the shit that's going on in their life. Mm. But when it came to me... But that's also low self-esteem, right? Because you accept the love you think you deserve. So as much as I could see all my friends and I could go, oh my God, why are you putting up with that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. I didn't like myself enough yeah. to apply that shit to myself. It's, it's different. Like, I, I logically knew that maybe this wasn't right, but mm. it's it's so fucking hard when it's you, yourself. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. On that note, what red flag should I look out for with you? Um... um Okay, so attachment styles. Uh uh Yeah. Uh, True intimacy Mm. is... Okay, so for years, I'd be like, why 
why do I find romance challenging at times? Yeah. When I find friends mm. the easiest thing, yeah. you know, I know that I said that I find making new connections. No, no, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when oh, I'm, yeah. when, when we've got to that point, oh my God. Yeah. Come and just literally spoon me all night. Yeah. Hold my hand. Mm-hmm. I'll cry on your lap and I'll poo on your knee. Like, yeah. um, my therapist was like, because true intimacy is when, I mean, actually articulated it so much better than I'm doing it right now. But I was like, why do I find it hard? It get, Because what happens with me, this can mm. happen with me, and I've fucking worked on it so much, and I mm. really have got so much better at it, which makes me extremely happy. Good. But for so long, I really struggled with when dating someone got to a certain point mm. and it got into kind of phase two of, yeah. ooh, this is true intimacy now. We're not yeah. just shagging and chatting. Yeah. Mm. We're sharing. But that, the irony in that is because I would still be revealing. Mm. No, actually, I wouldn't be revealing a lot. I would still be questioning and I'd be very curious about that other person that they they then would obviously believe that, fuck, we're so connected mm. because you know all this stuff about me mm. and I feel really safe around you. Mm. Whereas... I actually didn't have the same feelings. It was all just fucking my default was to talk like that. And it meant that then, like, there was not a lot of genuine connection for me with that other person, whereas yeah. they felt extremely and then I would feel so isolated and so lonely. Well, yeah, because you're relationship. you're kind of goading all of their vulnerability out of them. And you can hear that and you can process that and you can be fine with it. Yeah. And it's fine talking theoretically, like me and you could talk on a first date with someone theoretically about the things that we find challenging, yeah. but actually being in a space with someone and showing that and showing the things that we feel vulnerable about, completely different thing. Like I have to sit there and feel myself shaking and still say the things to my boyfriend because that's the bit you have to push through. And it's really fucking difficult and it's different things for everybody, but we can come across as like, we we know the stuff, we have the self-awareness, but I think it's also going back to what you were saying before about projecting. I don't want to look at my own stuff, so let's just talk about all your things. But then when it comes to me sitting here, having a meltdown and hoping you'll still stick around... Uh, I'm just going to run off instead. I'm just going to say that I've got something to do or that I'll, because I feel like a wall goes up and what I would always interpret that is, is this isn't working. So I need to leave when actually it's like, no, this is your time to get vulnerable. And it is also seeing if they can handle it or want to work with it or even like conflict. Okay. Conflict's always going to arise. How do you handle it? Do you come out the other side knowing each other and feeling more secure in the relationship because you've just conquered something. So I get it. I did the same. I'd just be like, okay, bye. Or I'd just no. date people that I didn't actually want to be with and then just be their therapist. Yeah. And then what would ha- what has happened is because now I can see all that so clearly and I go, mm. oh, my God, baby girl, bless you. Mm. You were just really disconnected to yourself mm. and – that's but that's where the true intimacy lies when you start to say things mm. that actually ignite discomfort because yeah. I would always just be in comfortable zone. I would just constantly stay in 
I'll just ask all the questions. I'll scam yeah. you. Yeah. I'll literally fucking scam you. You then yeah. won't ask me anything because uh-huh. we'll be so you'll be yeah. so engrossed in what you're learning about yourself yep. that actually you'll forget that I even have. Or yeah. what also will happen is they go, when someone speaks in a way that we do about mm. emotions mm. and feelings, we know, mm. and a lot of people do know who have got good self-emotional mm. awareness, that you that that comes from a place of having trauma because you've had to then work on all that shit mm. and then you know you have all the awareness right that doesn't yeah. just, a lot of people who have a fairly balanced life mm. might not really embark on that journey mm. as intensely as we have right yeah yeah but a lot of men that i've dated in the past they go because we would be this this in itself lacks emotional intelligence doesn't it Mm. because most of the time particularly men Mm. would forget that actually the reason why i have so much a fountain of knowledge on all this shite Mm. is because i've really had to work on it but they would just take this opportunity i mean it's a classic thing like Mm. when we therapize these boys Mm. but like to like really just learn things about themselves and really go to sort of journey, mm. really like, whoa, I've never even thought about it like that. Fuck. Yeah. Like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and it would also mean that, and also it just lacks interest. They, they, they lacked genuine interest. Yeah. Because, or they'd be like, how the fuck do you know all this? And I'd be like, because I've had to really. And I got yeah. Forced by my dad, not, you know, bless him. He thought he was doing his best, but. Yeah. 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 I agree. And I think, Men are, generally speaking, at a deficit when it comes to learning about emotions because they're not allowed to express emotions. However, the bit comes when you're like, oh, I just, I always end up being men's therapist. And it's like, okay, but what's your part in this? Like you are agreeing to that dynamic. You can point that finger, but you've always got three coming back at you. Mm. yeah exactly and I find that I find that really hard I get it oh my god this is bad you have this where you logic like you're you can be sat with a friend who's Mm. saying something you're like yeah I get that's frustrating Mm. but you've got a part to play in this you're actually allowing this yeah that person isn't make it they're a twat you do have a choice to sack it off yeah and thank god you do because a lot of you know there are times when Mm. We don't have that space mm. to go, okay, I'm just going to leave now because it's too dangerous or whatever. Yeah. And right now you can go, goodbye, but I understand that that's lack of self-love and da-da-da-da, but isn't yeah. it extremely frustrating? And I also, I'm not very good at it, so I sound also quite egotistical there. But No, but then there's that other side of it, which is you finding boys attractive who you know are not going to work out mm. so that you don't have to get intimate with them. Oh, oh. Yes, there is literally, yeah. Oh my god, that that one is wowsy. But that is all. That's uh, for a long time. That subconscious shit. Because I, I I actually do that myself. We all do it. Yeah. Okay. This is the thing. We are all on our own journeys. Hypocrisy comes up. I do shit, or I get annoyed with people. Obviously, it's a classic. I'm annoyed at you because you're doing behaviours that I do that I don't like in myself. And I can learn something new about myself and then think I'm from the Dalai Lama and then do it again the next day. It's part of being human, but I think as long as you've fucking given it a good old go, do you know what I mean? And surrounding yourself with people who point your shit out to you is so important. Oh, my God. Have you noticed, have you had quite a big shift with 
noticing the di- like a lot of my growing up and be- mm. I think growing up and being out of all my friends, mm. the one that knew all that stuff, mm. right? It also created an ego. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a bit of a superior thing, and because I didn't feel very confident with academic things, yeah, and um, had a sibling who was just flourishing in a lot of ways, mm. emotional awareness mm. and making people feel at home became like my thing. Like it became my yeah. thing. I get told regularly, "Um, oh my god, you make me feel so safe." And maybe it wasn't in those words exactly. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. It'd be like oh, I love being around you, mm. you know, and I'd have all that and I'd always get that validation from people that I was like, fuck, mm. this, up. this is your thing, Em. Yeah. You can really change people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does. So you've, I've got the superior thing where I'm like, oh, I know all this stuff that other people don't. See yeah. That's around me. Mm. But then equally, I'm exhausted. Oh, I'm disconnected yeah. to myself. Yeah. I actually, I, I lack a massive sense of self. Yeah. Because I'm not, I am not other people's trauma and I am not my trauma and I am not my dad's trauma, which, mm. and now on reflection, I can just give myself a massive warm hug and be like, oh, God bless you. Yeah. It sounded like I said, God bless you then, but I didn't <laughs> say God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, um, everyone. God bless you, darling. Um, and this, these have been my break breakthroughs and it all links to dating as well mm. because I enter these spaces mm. and I have in the past lacked a sense of self and been very mm. disconnected and that I didn't mm. really think I was interesting in other ways and because it's quite unique or it was I think like there's been such a big in the last like three years majority yeah. of people around me have beautiful amazing chats about this stuff and do you know what in a lot in most ways that is so good for me yeah. Because it means that, oh my God, it, it is, you haven't got a unique skill. You know, you're, fucking, yeah. you're not Mystic Man. Yeah. Like, everyone, everyone is Everyone just now, now has, has a, everyone's caught up. No, but this is the other thing. And the problem with it is we were, we were doing this as children. That's exactly. not healthy. Oh. And that's why it was disingenuous. And now we're being challenged by people who go, okay, what do you mean by that? And you go, oh my God. Uh, oh. uh, Oh, okay. I can't just spin another line off here. I've also, got you've also got to remember that we, the things that we, we, because <laughs> we were younger, mm. some things are going to be dated. Some ah, things. Yeah. Are, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That, like, shit like that isn't timeless. Like, you hear different, and, and when people come to me and they say different things, I'm like, I actually don't agree with that. I think that people can do that. And I go, yeah. oh. And then I think, and then oh, you don't have anything in the I'm script actually- left because your script's yeah. run out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then that's when you actually have to go, uh, oh, fuck, what do I actually think about this? What do I yeah, actually in terms- feel about this? Yeah, what do I actually feel? And do I agree? And like, is this certainly what I'm doing? Yeah, totally. And I am massively, I'm still, like, I'm so fucking egotistical. I'm such a fucking know-it-all. But it all comes from an insecurity about perfectionism and am I going to be caught out? And if I don't know this thing, are people just going to not, like, like me? And I'm really trying to just go, I don't know. When someone asks me something, go, I don't know. But it's so fucking hard because I go, hey, and I think it might be. And it's like, no, just say you don't know. So then when you do know stuff, it means more. And you're open to learning. Because when you when you act in that way, which is like, I'm giving all the insight and the info, someone challenges you and you go, I don't know. It feels horrible because you're not prepped. 
Yeah, because you're also like, it, but this is what I should, you're coming to me about this shit, I should know. Yeah. I should know because I have been wired to mm-hmm. think that that was my thing yep. and now I'm failing. I remember and- I, wrote, I wrote something about it years ago. I was like, oh God, my thing in life, like everyone's got careers or this, my thing is being charismatic. And I was like, oh fuck, that's it. That's my thing. What do I apply that to? Because my fucking, I can't hold, this can't hold my fucking attention span. I'm going to be found out that I missed the class in this or this or this or this. It's like, you can't put that on your CV. You can't put walking into a room, being on hyper alert, mirroring people so they feel comfortable as a special skill. You're not allowed. (laughs) What the fuck? No, this, it freaks me out. This is actually freaking me out. It's yeah. so similar. It's so similar. Yeah, yeah. And unique. What? No, it's not unique. That sounds also like... But it no, is. but that's the thing yeah. is we gravitate towards people who, like, at one stage, I think we would have been envious of one another, like, in our younger years. And now we're like, talk to me. Let's help each other out. Let's. This shared experience is nice. Like, I don't feel so weird or I do feel weird, but I'm embracing it and I'm loving it. Oh, Kat, if you started at my school at 15, mm, mm. when I'd already marked my thing on... Yeah, you'd piss on all this conversation territory. You know, yeah. yeah, I would be so poorly. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, 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 sweetheart. No, 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 no. be like, no, my darling. new reason for not coming to PE is I have yeah. insane envy. Oh, my God. Holy girl. The script. Mm. I have I've had to, I've ripped up the script. I think that, no, I haven't, it's, it's ripped up. It's almost going to be shredded. Yeah. You know, that's where we're at. Yeah. But I find it so hard because I have that with quite a lot of things where I go and I'm, I re, it's also an opportunity, an opportunity to learn. Yeah. When I'm around someone who is saying things and I'm, does that mean? Mm. I usually know, I don't know, because I have a part to play in this. I have low self-esteem around that, so I can't immediately say those people aren't safe people, because that isn't over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, there's going to be elements that merge together of those two things, because the people that I can go, what does that mean? Yeah. Other people that maybe I've known for a while and know all my insecurities around that shit, blah, blah, blah. But... But I don't know I, I, the the what what does that mean? Tell mm. me. It's an opportunity. I've learned so much more the last two years yeah. because instead of me just people pleasing mm. and performing, mm. I've actually asked questions, and it's mm. and it's helped me break so many things down, and it's helped me just be a better person and be more authentic. And then it's all it's just linked, and it's 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 done an immediate link to my romantic because I have a better sense of self because mm. I'm not constantly no because it's not pretending but, you're pretend, but my, my fear is that if I say once that I don't know something about something which is uh sorry to break it to myself but a thing in life like then people are just never gonna come to me for anything they're going to think that anything I say is wrong when actually 
if you're going around going, oh, well, I think it might be there, and it's this like fucking convoluted thing that doesn't have an end or anything solid, or you've basically just outed yourself in a really weird way that you don't know. So then people are probably not going to think that when you say you know something, you actually know something. So it just, it does the fucking opposite thing. It does the complete opposite. It makes you less attractive as a person, doesn't it? One of my favourite things in people is when they can apologise for being wrong or admit that they don't know something. I find it hot. And then I'm here like, but then the other thing is, I I do have it with certain things, which is like, uh, I I know I know what sometimes I do know what something is and I can't describe it. So someone will ask me what a word is, and then yeah. I won't be able to tell them what the word means. But I know what the word means, or they'll ask me something, and I'm like, well, if you if you hadn't have asked me that, I'd have been able to tell you. Yeah, it's like you know when you're at a house party and someone says put put a good song on, and you're like. I, I've forgotten all music. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. So I think Animated that also makes out. me... Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't know if it is, like, officially selected music. No, but I, but no, I, I just think go, it is. Ooh. I think it is actually... The, no, there's a work, There's something for that. There is, there's something out there for that because I have that. Yeah. It, but what that is, I think something neurologically goes... It's all, it feels like a trigger. It feels like a... Maybe not with the music one well no it's because not- as soon as I said it I was like I know every single song and what sets this mood at all the time and always and as soon as I said it I was like that is the worst example because that is your specialist yeah. subject yeah exactly <laughs> music we don't have because I can go give me that fucking AUS oh same something. I don't know why I said it and now I hate myself but <laughs> okay no, no self-loathing on a Monday um, um but it's things like I know what you mean when someone goes, "Oh God, fuck, what's that?" or "How do you spell?" Yeah. and you're literally like, uh, yeah. "Why can't I go do know? Just Google." Oh my God, no! I also have this. I don't know. I don't know if this is. I can't even articulate this. I don't even know if it exists. That's I have this thing where it comes from the burning need to help people. Yeah when I can't help them and that can be an the spectrum is so large yeah, yeah, yeah. that could literally be someone going do you have a little bag like a plastic bag I can put something in you know and they leave in the house and I go, um, shut your yes, face yes. I, go, I will run to a shop that is 10 miles away to go, and they're like don't worry about it and I'm like no, 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 just wait there. No, I've got, I've actually got a lead Honestly, now and this would be more. No, no, just stay there. I'll just, I'll just buy you, I'll just hire you a limo to get there instead of you getting the train that you booked. Just, just wait, I will get this Ziploc bag for you. But Kat, <laughs> I have actually realised, because that's, that's, there's some, that, uh, no, that's another yeah, yeah, thing. Because, yeah, I love my friend and I want them to have a bag, but it's now not about the bag. Oh no, it's, it's about am I worthy as a that. person? No, 100%. therefore I need to do this thing for you. But yes. then on the flip of that, M, yeah, I if I need a plastic bag and someone doesn't have that plastic bag for me, how do you feel? I don't give a shit. Oh, because I oh, this is interesting. I don't ask really for plastic bags. The plastic bag is now a metaphor. You've got yeah. to think about this. Yeah. The plastic I am very, very, very terrible yeah. at going. Ask, asking for favours, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm extremely independent, yeah. but to a point where... To, my to a fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Because 
I hate feeling indebted. Mm, okay. So, for example, yesterday, my really good friend, she's a stylist, and I had an event and I wanted to borrow some clothes. And I messaged her the night before going, can I come round and mm. get a top for you, please, to borrow? Even that, I was actually like, <clears throat> yeah. because I don't know what, that is I don't know what it is because I know she won't want a favour in return she's gone yeah of course baby come round whatever I'll be in it what, what this time is it because of the trouble that you put into doing something for someone so you assume that that other person is putting the same energy into it as you are when actually they're better boundaried so they either say yes I can do it or no I can't do it whereas you will basically kill yourself to get the plastic bag rather than go oh no babes I don't have one sorry that's it yeah that is it I make myself so ill yeah and stressed yeah and I just think well it's subconscious because I haven't thought that but yeah it is I think oh god that's going to be a fat one actually all Malena has done is gone course baby answer the door and I've gone in and got a top question I'm thinking yeah. How would you feel if you put yourself out there and asked a favour and they said no? In whatever way that no comes, how would you feel? I wouldn't deal with that. Right I now. would not deal with it very well. I can't because I'm like, oh, same same premise, right? This is how I show you my love. Yeah. The, the reason I'm freaking out so much is like, this is this is what I have to give to you physically oh. because I'm not enough without this. So therefore, if you don't do the same for me and you don't put yourself out, you don't love me. Why aren't you moving heaven and earth for me? Mm-hmm. What I don't understand. Okay, well, fuck you. And then the fucking RSD kicks in and I'm like, I'm rejected. I never want to see you again. Yeah. This is not safe for me. And it's like, no, they just, they have a not as poorly brain as you because they know how to fuck Fuck a boundary, put a boundary in place. <laughs> I can't wait flags. to see you and we go into that. Because oh my it's... God. Get the cheese and onion crisps out is all I'm saying. Uh, on the flip of all that, what is your best feature? Mm. I think my interest in mm. and their stories. I think it is. I could listen mm. to other people for fucking years. Yeah. Like that. And why did you walk through the left door and not the right? But that's something I know that we've spoken about before that you find, and I've spoken about it as well. Like, I don't just want you to be interesting. I want you to be interested. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I feel, yeah, interested when I know that they do have compassionate curiosity as well. You know? Yeah. I'm not interested when I think, interested yeah, I, no, because I do, I guess I don't know that about a person when I meet them. Don't know what. But I guess like... No, 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 I think you do. Because we've spoken about this in relation to someone. Yeah. And you knew that the, the conversation felt unsafe emotionally for you because they would ask you one question, you would answer them with a plethora of information in there for them to lock on to because that's how conversations work. And they go, oh, tell me about that other thing that you just mentioned. And there was dead silence. And that is not genuine curiosity. That is them asking you something and then waiting to speak. So I think you do know straight away if someone's genuinely curious. Curious. (laughs) Curious. But I meant like, say if I'm doing someone's makeup and they sit in the chair. Yeah. To And I don't need to know. I, I, 
it doesn't need to be ha- actually so maybe I, I am good at so because someone can be saying like yeah so this weekend I went to the pub and like I bumped into some who, who were those friends mm-hmm. oh they're just some friends from school what what do they do they do mm. that what are their names what's our site so her mum so that's so interesting you know yeah. then we're there Amy my sister will always go oh what they literally just walked through the door two minutes in and you know what their best friend's mum's auntie does well, that's that goes back to all of our, but that's, but I don't think that's genuine curiosity. That's trying to make them feel comfortable and like you. Whereas, like when you are in the flow state with someone yeah. on a date, it's like oh oh, or like oh, like actually listening to what they're saying and not thinking, do I have to count down until twenty till I speak? Or like it's just actually flows. And that is quite rare because usually it's us doing all the work in trying to make someone else feel comfortable. So maybe it's more about someone talking to you and then you realising five minutes into you speaking, oh, I just felt really comfortable then. And I've and I've said a lot, but it was mm-hmm. because they genuinely seemed interested. That one, that feeling. Isn't it gorgeous? It is so divine. When you're like, oh my God, I felt when the, they were, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> it's the best. It is yeah. the fucking best. You can't, there's not, is there anything better than that when someone's literally like, ah. Oh. It's conversationally snogging with your eyes open for yes. me. It is. It's like, oh my God, cat, yes. Yeah. Oh, you have nourished my soul this oh, week. Same, so, so same, same. I want your physical as well. What's your best physical feature? My mouth. Gorgeous. Um, sharp handbrake turn. Yes. You've killed someone. You're on death row. You've killed someone. This is going to be so hard for this you. This isn't going to be good for my intrusive thoughts, is it? No, I know. Uh, well, we can... Okay. No, Who have you killed fine. and why? And then what you're munching on for your death row meal. So, yeah. If you want to have a character, if you want to have someone that's not real... I will allow that because you have Wait, a poorly no, brain like me. Death row meal. I'm on death row. For no, you killed someone. Who is it? <laughs> um, who have I ki- Oh, who have I killed? Because you're on death row. You've got to oh, kill so someone to get who there. You know, I want to know. know you want to? I want to know who murdered. Wait. So, am I telling you who, I, who I'd kill? Who I, who I want to kill? Who have you killed? Right. To then mean that you've got a death row meal, essentially. Uh, my oh my own God. ego. Oh, so it... <laughs> I just need to wipe my nose on my I sleeve because my obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh. OCD is the fucking worst. It's the fucking worst because it's it's linked to health. I, no, I'd kill. Right, I would kill my health anxiety. Mm-hmm. I would shag my anxiety disorders, and I would. Marry my neurodivergence. Gorgeous. But yeah, health anxiety would be like dead as a dodo. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like I can cope a bit better. You know, that's the, that's the heavy shit. So I go, yeah. goodbye. Um, uh, and why? And then I'd be scranning. Yeah, what are you scranning? You got three courses. Oh, three courses. Oh, go okay. for it, babes. They would all be savoury. Oof. Okay. Um, I would actually no, no, no. I'd have a donut. I'd have it just a plain. No, I'd have an iced raspberry jam in the middle. 
an ice bun with raspberry jam in the middle. Yeah, because usually the raspberry donuts, they just come with a coating of sugar, whereas yeah, I want yeah, the yeah. icing, the glaze. The, the fingers, the iced bun with like the cream and jam in the middle. What about that? I, yeah, no, I can fuck with that. Yeah. I don't have that. They do the <gasps> young ones with no, you only, in the middle. You can only get proper ones in like northern bakeries. So it's like an iced bun, but it's got, yeah, jam and cream in the middle and it is fucking incredible. Fucking Yep. Um, and I would eat beans. I'd have a full English, but the sweaty yes. one. Oh, beans, yeah. tomato, chips, mm. uh, hash browns, yep. sausages, yep. bacon, oh. pieces of sourdough. Maybe not sourdough in a sweaty northern calf, but you know. Oh, you can have what you want. Warburton's. Warburton. Warburton. Oh, yeah. Prison, not in you, you're in prison, baby. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> you can have whatever you like. Um, and then, oh, fuck, I'd have, I think I'd have dumplings, a katsu curry. Um, I'd have bao buns, mm. mushroom bao buns, mushroom mm. and bao buns. Um, basically, a wagamama's. I was about to say, do you want me to deliver wagamama's to the yeah. prison? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I had one the other night, piss, and it really didn't hit. Oh, that's annoying. Nothing more dis- like disappointing food is just it's I think it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I hate it. It's what or like and disappointing fruit because you've made an effort and then it's like, oh come on. You're not sweet. You don't taste of anything. So now that you're dead, what's your funeral song? A different corner by George Michael. Say no more. Beautiful. It would be my song. After our date, um, would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? That was information. It will blossom into a beautiful, gorgeous, mm-hmm. darling mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Two girlies. I mean, we would flourish. And, I mean, would we though? Actually, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm going to stop you there. Let's not analyse it. Let's just say that we would live our grey gardens fantasy and everything would be magnificent. It would. It would. It would be very safe and cosy. It would be gorgeous. Just uh, in, a, in an old mansion and our delusion living in there. <laughs> thanks um, for coming on I love you baby and you. thanks everyone for listening massively appreciate it please send over to any other poorly girlies or anyone of any gender that might appreciate this podcast <laughs> and, yeah. and loves a little lol someone loves a little lol thanks to the guys at Digit Music um, go and check out all the amazing work that they do to help less able-bodied people make fucking great music and i will see you no you're here from me in a week's time also hashtag chaotic girlies i didn't ask em what her celebrity crush was but if you want to find out go to the date my mate's instagram and we will be revealing all over the I think that singing sounded quite ancient mother earth